Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Nieces Nugs Podcast, Season 2, Episode 13. This is Episode number 40 overall. Thank you so much for listening and following along and asking questions. And don't forget, you too can sport a Nieces Nugs Podcast t-shirt Simply by letting me know you want one, paying for the shipping, paying a small price for the cost of goods sold, and you too can sport it and tell the world about what you're learning on the Nieces Nugs podcast. Also, if you know of a sponsor who wants to keep this podcast going regularly, make sure you connect them with me. We would love to have them. Today on the podcast, what would you do if you booked a room? You received no communication from the hotel or from the resort. And then when you arrived, they attempted to put you in a room category way below what you paid for. That's right. That's today on the Nieces Nugs podcast. Today, we will talk about my recent trip to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, to the Excellence Resort property, El Carmen. Excellence has two different hotels in Punta Cana. One is Excellence Punta Cana. The other is Excellence El Carmen. And they have a finest brand of property as well, which allows kids in addition to adults. And so we decided on Black Friday of last year, which happens to be one of the best times to secure rates for Excellence Resorts. So sidebar, if you've thought about going to Excellence, if you're interested in getting an Excellence property deal and you would like for me to look at that for you, Black Friday is when typically the best deals are. We booked multiple trips last year on Black Friday and this happened to be the last one we were cashing in. So we booked this trip in November but then traveled almost a year later and we received no communication from the resort. However, that plenty of months gave us time to get ready to plan airfare and all these other things. Now, the airfare to Dominican Republic is tough. In fact, it's been so tough over the years that my wife and I really haven't returned. We went to Punta Cana to a different brand property way back when in 2011 on our one-year anniversary. We did not have the best time, and so we simply haven't been back because the airfare hasn't been good. We weren't really ready to give it another try, and this was uh, a similar regard with the airfare. It just is so expensive for us to get to Punta Cana. It's much more uh, difficult to arrive in the morning and do the things we suggest doing, especially when going to an all-inclusive, and so we had to figure out how we were going to get there. Do we want to fly on a, a, a budget carrier? Do we want to use Delta, which is our preferred carrier? And so ultimately, what I was able to piece together using miles was a trip that I thought would be fantastic. We first leg that came available was a one-way back on Delta from Punta Cana through Atlanta into Myrtle Beach and the used miles for that. I thought it was a great uh, equ- uh, equation rate uh, and so ultimately grabbed those uh, probably three, four months ago uh, and had our return ticket and I kept trying to figure out how are we going to get there. And then it popped to my mind again that you can do what's called staging a flight. And staging a flight, uh, I've done this many times, just never really uh, talked about it a lot on here, but is where you actually take another flight to a different city because from that city, to where you want to go might have the better deal. And for us, this was the case. And so I was able to book a ticket from Myrtle Beach to New York City, New York City to Punta Cana 
for way cheaper than from Myrtle Beach to Atlanta, Atlanta to Punta Cana. And you're like, well, of course, that's way out of the way. But wait, wait, wait. Let's just talk about the travel distance first. Number one is this. The first leg is what it is. Uh, It's a little longer to get to New York. But from New York, direct flight from Kennedy Airport into Punta Cana uh, is only 30 minutes longer of a flight than from Atlanta to Punta Cana. So that was negligible to me. What really mattered to me was the price. And the price one way from Myrtle Beach to Atlanta, Atlanta to Punta Cana was going to be about 80,000 miles per person. The flight from Myrtle Beach to New York, New York to Punta Cana was 25,000 miles per person. Those, that's a massive difference. So what we ended up doing was we staged a flight, flew to New York City, spent the night. And why, when you're in New York, why not do New York? You've heard tons of podcasts on what New York City is like. And so we planned to go see a show in New York City. Uh, we actually ended up applying for lotteries, did not win any of the lotteries ahead of time. And so at 9 a.m., the day of, uh, we hadn't even boarded the flight. I'm actually at work doing different things. And I get on a, a ticket Uh, lottery app, uh, which has rush tickets. And I did a rush ticket at 9 a.m., grabbed two tickets to a Broadway show. Uh, There was a spot for a promo code, so I just saw one, threw it in there, and it actually worked. And so we were able to get two Broadway tickets uh, for about $37 a piece, which was great. So everything's looking great. We're going to the airport. We get on the flight. Flight's not delayed. Everything's on time. The only problem is I'm having issues checking in to my one-way flight from New York City to Punta Cana. And this was something that came up, uh, came up and it, depending on where you're flying from, if it's your normal airport, not a big deal. But for us, it was a big deal because we were flying out of New York City. We weren't checking a bag. So we were planning, we have TSA pre-check. We were planning on just getting to the airport the minimal time that morning, walking through security, getting on the plane. However, because it was a one-way ticket, Uh, Delta had something in their system that would not let me check in fully and required me to actually go to the ticket agent uh, well before the time they would close the flight. The problem with this is, is we had already been upgraded to upgraded Comfort Plus seats for that flight free of charge. And we were worried that if we didn't check in early enough that they would give those seats away, they would close the flight, actually give our seats away, and we might get stuck in New York. So it kind of made a small issue in the sense that we had to get to the airport earlier because of the way we booked the tickets. At the end of the day, everything was taken care of. Not a big deal. Let's talk about flying to Punta Cana. When we checked in on Delta or tried to originally, uh, you're going to check in. But there's something you need to do uh, in there. It's, it's Delta Fly Ready if you're using the app. And for Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, they require something that's called an e-ticket. Uh, it's very confusing, especially if you think about an e-ticket being your plane ticket. However, it's an e-ticket for customs and immigration that you have to have. And they scan it on the way in. They scan it on the way out. And what we ended up happening, they checked ours at check-in. But there were people who arrived in the immigration customs hall who had not done it. And they were pushed to the side trying to figure out how they could get this thing done uh, in the middle of a place that did not have good service or good Wi-Fi. So make sure you get your QR code. uh, Save it. Save it as a file in your phone. Because if your phone is off or in airplane mode, it's going to be hard to retrieve. So what I did was I saved it as a PDF file in my phone so I could pull it up and look at it. I also saved a screenshot of it so that if my... If I wasn't able to access it even through that, I could just pull up the pictures and show it to them that way. So all that to prepare to go. We get on the plane. We fly. Absolutely no issues. 
we land in the Dominican Republic, and we go through the Immigrations and Customs Hall. We are not checking a bag, so we're hoping that this is just going to go quick. We come down the hallway. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people there. It did not take that long. We were maybe in the entire thing for 10 minutes. Now, they offer a service in Dominican Republic called the VIP service. There's a fee involved, and they have a check-in and check-out. They have this in Jamaica as well. Our friends just recently went to Jamaica, and they have what's called Club Mo Bay, which skips you to the front of the line of uh, Immigrations and Customs. And they probably should have done it because for them, they waited three hours in the customs line in Jamaica. For us, it was 10 minutes. I'm glad we didn't pay for it. And so we were on our way. We did not check a bag, so we did not have to wait on our bags to come out of the carousel. And then we started uh, following the protocol that is set forth. When you book Excellence Property, you typically get a transfer included now with Seasons Transfer. And Seasons is the brand that Excellence contracts with. And so they give you, you set it up a couple weeks before you're traveling, and they give you specific instructions depending on which airport you land at and what property you're going to, things like this. And so they tell us to go to, uh, to stall number 15. We walk out to stall 15. In any of these places, there's always people trying to grab your luggage. There's always people trying to get your attention. They're trying to make a dollar. Listen, you have instructions. You walk to, think, uh, to, to the desk of 15, and you just kind of ignore everything else going on. We get to desk 15. There's a lady there with a season's transfer shirt on. A little confusing because a sign didn't say season's transfer, but she was there. She uh, knew our name. She told us, uh, handed us off to somebody who was at the curb. And then he was trying to coordinate which vehicles people were getting. And we were the only people there at that moment waiting for a season's vehicle. And so we're sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden, uh, somebody else comes up. And there were seasons. They get into another vehicle. And they were still waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, this guy comes up in a vehicle that would normally look like a season's vehicle. Uh, They normally put you in some sort of Tahoe, Escalade, Suburban, some nice uh, black SUV with leather interior. And on the side, normally it says seasons transfers or VIP transfers or something like that. Uh, All of a sudden, up pulls a black unmarked Suburban. Uh, Most of the drivers are normally in uniform. This guy was in some other dress, didn't look bad, just wasn't in the season's uniform. And all of a sudden, they motion to us. The seasons guy motions to us and says, this is your ride. I'm a little skeptical because I have traveled quite a bit with seasons. I know what to expect. Uh, And so I'm like, are you sure? He said, yeah, this is where you're going. So we get our stuff in. Everything's legit at that moment, I guess. We get in. We're going uh, we haven't gotten out of the airport. The driver turns around and says, uh, where are you guys going? And I said, wait, do you not know who I am? Do you know my name? I didn't say, do you know who I am? I said, do you know my name? And he said, no. I said, do you know where we're going? He said, no. Which hotel are you going to? But he didn't speak good English, so he had to, it was hard to communicate. So he actually typed it out into his phone, played it through a translator, and he wanted to know what her name was and what hotel we were going to. At this moment, I'm a little panicked uh, in another country that I'm not familiar with. I look over to my wife. My phone, my plan for my phone was to keep it off all week long. Uh, most United States plans offer some sort of international travel plan. Um, I have a travel plan that if I travel outside of the United States and outside of Canada and Mexico that I can turn it on for $10 a day. But I didn't really want my phone or need my phone, so my plan was to keep it off. By the way, if you travel to Mexico Mexico or Canada, typically, especially if you're on Verizon, uh, that's included in some plans, some uh, free phone usage there. Uh, So I was keeping my phone off, but in that moment, I told him, man, I'm paying the 10 bucks. I need to make sure we're going to the right place. 
And inevitably, we ended up heading the right direction. Uh, I was making sure we were going the right place on the map as I was following along. Um, and our driver just didn't know who we were. And he even made me write down my name once we got to the security desk uh, because they have to have the name and a number of um, passengers before they even let you through the gate of security. A couple things about this resort and in traveling a Dominican Republic in general, there are several resorts that are close to the airport or closer. Uh, the Excellence properties are about 45 minutes to an hour away. Um, and, and I say that because both times it took us 40 minutes and our driver was going crazy fast. Um, and so just understand it's going to take a while. Um, I don't think that we could got there any quicker or return any quicker. And so just plan on that in your life that it's going to be a little bit of a travel to get to these properties. Uh, at the end of the, the road near these properties, there's tons of speed bumps, which slows things down. They're actually doing construction and whatnot. But we did make it to the property. So we, after we get on the property, there, there's something just amazing about pulling through any security uh, gate at one of these uh, excellence properties. It's it's beautiful. It's welcoming. It's, it just brings back memories of, of times gone by where you've enjoyed yourself. You, you pull up uh, to the front uh, door. The door's open. There's an employee there ready to greet you and, and say, welcome home and take your bags, give you a, a washcloth to kind of wipe your face and things like that. It's just a great welcome, a great uh, experience. This was the same. We handed off our luggage. We grabbed a couple things out because we always plan on these resorts that our room is not going to be ready. So we want our swimsuits and things like that with us. Uh, so we go to check in uh, and our room is not ready, which is fine. But as soon as you get to these properties, you are allowed to start using the properties. And what people don't realize, and I've said this on other episodes, is that you have paid for that entire day. You're paying by the night, but you have the ability to use the property the day you arrive and the day you leave from sunup to sundown and you're paying for it. So we try to get to these resorts as early as possible and start using uh, the amenities and the, and the food and things like that at the resorts quickly as possible. So our room's not ready, no big deal. I just made sure a couple things were clear uh, with our status and make sure uh, everything was in the system correctly. And then we go, and immediately what we did was actually went over uh, to the spa because we um, get two different things for free because of our loyalty uh, status with the resort. And so we go ahead and book those first because we want to make sure that we get uh, the times we want. So we set those up, uh, set it up right away so it wasn't a big deal. And then we went to eat. And, uh, and, and then this is kind of where the story takes a turn. And so what I want to do first, though, is kind of talk through the property. Before you get caught up in the story, let's talk about what excellence El Carmen has to offer. The property itself is big. It is actually probably the biggest excellence property I've been to. It is uh, massive, tons of buildings. I think there's like 16 residential buildings. Uh, building one actually is attached to uh, the lobby in that area. There's just a lot of spaces. The, the, the amount of people that that property can hold is unbelievable. And so sometimes that can be overwhelming and not attractive. But for us, the property itself is probably, I would guess, 30 to 50% occupied. It didn't seem like the first three days there was no one there. Uh, we hardly saw anyone, even at mealtimes, um, the first couple days we were there. So there just wasn't a high occupancy. And I understand this. We were in Dominican Republic during hurricane season. Uh, and so it's not one of their big seasons. Um, it is a beautiful resort. One of the things that excellence all across the world does is they take care of their properties. I've seen fewer hard workers than the people who 
tend to the grounds and make sure everything's clean. It's beautiful. And so they actually have a walking path. You can walk kind of around the entire resort, and it's just beautiful. And it's a great, it's a, because it's a large resort, uh, sometimes people take multiple laps around. But, I mean, it'll take you several minutes to get around the entire resort. Uh, and uh, what a great opportunity just to kind of see the resort and see how beautiful it's clean. Um, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, the actual beach is nice too. The, the water is rough. In fact, there's people out there surfing. Um, it is on the Atlantic Ocean, and so uh, we, you do have some massive waves coming in. However, it's swimmable. Uh, they do have some um, tides and things like that, and so you have to be careful. But it is swimmable. It is beautiful. It is clean. Um, there are times when there is sargassum or seaweed there. Uh, the beach was super clean for us. There was none of that. Um, and so you also feel like you can walk on the beach. If you walk down to the left of the property, um, you keep walking for a while, there's uh, ends up being just this nature area where trees have fallen down and are kind of laying in the water. Just a beautiful area, nice little walk. If you walk down to the right, um, you, there's a resort, a couple resorts to the right. There's also a spa hut called Tropical Treasures that sits um, right on the water. Uh, very, very popular uh, spa place for couples and things like that. And the massages there are super cheap, super affordable, and you actually are, it's a open air uh, massage hut uh, where you're hearing the crashing waves and the prices can't be beat. And so a lot of people um, go down there to secure a massage while they're there. Also down there is Finest Resorts, which is another branded, uh, co-branded resort with Excellence. It's in part of the Excellence Collection. And uh, we actually walked on the property to try to check it out to see what it was like. It's a nice area, also very large, uh, but it's split. There's one building that kind of goes down the middle, and to the one side of that building is Excellence Club uh, at the finest, which basically means adults only. So the entire half of that resort is adults only. The other half has families and whatnot, and the two meet for meals and things such as that. So great, great place to be. Uh, awesome opportunities. One thing I will say about the beach is that it is a federally owned beach, which means that people are allowed to sell items. Um, every day the sun was out, people were out selling stuff. Um, they're walking actually through um, the chair area uh, on the beach where the property has their chairs and things like that. They were not um, a hassle, but they were constant. Uh, and so you just need to know that. They were super nice, not rude at all, uh, but they were every so often someone would come by, do you want to buy this, do you want to buy that? And so you will have a little bit of that if you visit this resort. Let's talk about the food. The food was good, actually. The restaurants, a lot of different variety of restaurants, the food was good. Um, there were very few things that I did not like, um, but you're at an all-inclusive, and if you don't like it, you can order something else. But the food was good. We really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed the French restaurant. Uh, we always uh, enjoy uh, the Indian restaurant, and so we did that the first night. Uh, we had sushi at the uh, uh, Japanese steakhouse. Most people go there for the hibachi. We actually go and just get sushi and regular uh, menu items. Uh, there was one restaurant that had a terrible smell, uh, and so it actually prevented us from going to eat there at one point in time. Uh, but it was just something in the, si the system. It wasn't the actual food. Uh, we did eat there for lunch one day, and it was delicious as well. Um, the selections, a lot of different selections of restaurants, some closed, some nights. You just have to be a pay, pay attention to that. Uh, I will say this. This is true of every single property we've been to. The desserts at most of these places just seem blah. And, uh, in fact, some of the, the go-to desserts weren't even available. So you just have to keep that in mind. Here's what I'd say about the restaurants. Don't sleep on the sports bar. 
we would go by the sports bar, order some cheese sticks, uh, order uh, some wings, the pizza, the different things like that. There was some good food at the sports bar. In fact, that was kind of our meal number two most evenings. Uh, entertainment was kind of a miss for us. The schedule was a mess. Things that they said that we were going to do, uh, they didn't do. And some of that was rain-based and whatnot. But it was just kind of a mess. And so we actually didn't um, engage with the entertainment staff that much at all, which is unusual for us. However, uh, it was just kind of, it was just a mess. The rooms were a little dated, and they're working on it, uh, which has to do with part of a reason why we did not get the room we requested. Uh, it does sit oceanfront, and so you can kind of tell uh, during, especially over the years, that some of these rooms have taken a, some damage from hurricanes and things like that. And so they're working on it. They're trying to fix one building at a time. Uh, but ultimately, we did find the rooms to be dated. There was leaks. Uh, it sounded like a 747 was taken off when our air conditioner came on. Uh, there was noises. Uh, it just seemed uh, that it was dated, and it did not seem five-star at all, to be completely honest. But um, we had a great time. I read books. Uh, I swam in the pool, walked on the beach. What more could you want? However, you could want the room you requested. And here's where things get interesting. So I asked earlier what you would do if you requested a room, booked a room, and it wasn't available. And I saw this happen over and over again. And before I share my story, I want you to know you as a customer have certain rights. There are um, the, the resorts and things have the ability to kind of work around this some. But as a customer, you have rights. And you do not have to accept um, and sign things that you don't think you should. I saw honeymoon couples being moved. I saw people come in and being moved in the middle of their uh, stays. And the first go-to the resort would say was, oh, we'll give you a dinner on the beach. A dinner on the beach, you know, if you bought it yourself, might be $200. It ain't worth $200. We've never done it because we've seen people out there being miserable with it. Some people really love it. But when there's wind involved and rain and high tides and things like that, it's just not an enjoyable experience. We don't think it would be. And so we saw people accept that. And when they accepted that as compensation for their room, they would just sign a piece of paper basically saying that this covers it. Other people might get a massage or whatnot. And so just, as, just make sure you're getting what you think to be comparable. Because you have paid, paid money. You've entered into a contract to get the room that you've requested. If it's not available, if something's happening, maybe it's oversold, completely understand. The resort was at 30 to 50% capacity. My guess is, is that they were understaffed. They had whole blocks closed. It seemed like ghost towns. And they only were trying to clean certain rooms in order to work with the guests that were coming in. So when we came in, they didn't say a word to us about our room. However, immediately uh, when we came back to get our keys that first day, the manager pulled us aside and told us that the room we had booked almost a year before was not available. I gently reminded him that I was a repeat customer, that I had loyalty status, and that I actually booked travel and made sure that he wanted to do this. And he said this was what's going to happen. He asked us to go check out a room and uh, see if it would be acceptable. And so we go down to the room, and uh, it is a swim out, which was fine. It was just great. That's what we booked. But it was not in the area which we requested and or booked. It was also in an area right next to a building they were doing construction. And so we go in. As soon as we walk towards the building, I see the construction fence at the outside end of the hallway, and I realize that our room is going to be right next to that construction. So we go into the room. There's a couple things that I notice already that need immediate repair that, aren't, that, that are not acceptable. However, we're open mind. So we're in there. The room is okay. We can, we can stay here. The, the plan, he said, was you can stay there one night, and then we'll move you to another room for you the rest of your stay, unless you like this room. 
Well, as soon as I opened the curtains to look out on the back porch, I realized this room was not going to work for my wife and or me because our swim out was surrounded by a green construction fence. That's right. Why would you fly to Dominican Republic, take an hour taxi ride to book a tropical paradise and stare at a green fence the entire time? This is not what we were looking to do. And so Amanda goes, this isn't going to work. We go back to him. We talk to him. And we basically said, look, we would prefer not to move during the vacation. We don't care if we get the room we requested. At this point, we just want these requirements for our rooms. We, we want to stay in the room. We want to be in the excellence club. We don't want to move. We want to be here five nights, and we'd like to be done. And he said, no, you have to stay in that room for the night. At this point, I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, all right, I, I don't want to waste any, of more, not, any more of my first night vacation, but we can't unpack. Then he says this. You need to be out of that room by 12 o'clock tomorrow. But your new room won't be available until 4 o'clock tomorrow. So there's four hours in which we are going to have to be homeless, in essence, according to the resort, because they have messed up and we have not. So ultimately, what happened was we tried and tried and tried to make things right. They tried and tried and tried to offer us things that would be acceptable, which were not. And so we're in the middle of still continuing that conversation about what would be acceptable compensation. Because at the end of the day, we booked a certain room category. It was not given to us. And then they made us, in the middle of our vacation on a rainy day, be homeless, if you will, at the resort, which normally would not be an issue if you had a room and all your stuff could stay in your room. So all that to say is um, be careful, know your rights, have a plan, and don't accept things that you don't think are okay. So I asked to speak to the general manager. He wasn't there. I've sent him an email since. We're working with a customer service rep. But at the end of the day, you've paid money and you have planned a vacation. And for me, as somebody who works with clients, it is my obligation to make sure my clients are not treated this way. And so I'm trying to figure out and navigate, do I even send clients to Excellence El Carmen? Some people love the resort. I've had clients go there in the past, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to go experience it. And I think it's a great resort if you are not super high on service and if you just want to be kind of left alone and have some privacy. Great resort for that. But if you are interested in good quality service, excellent quality rooms, and maybe even a little bit of entertainment, I don't think this resort's for you. So having said that, I'll keep you updated on what happens with the process, but know your rights as a customer and have safe travels. Thanks for hanging out today with me on Nisa's Nugs Podcast as we talk through Excellence El Carmen in the Dominican Republic. <laughs>